two hosts. Tell me the most interesting thing on your mind right now. Sorry, I, 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 I was working on something. What was that? Two guests. You know, you guys really suck. Why is the floor wet? One inept producer. I'm just saying, you guys don't have that same thing before sex? I've got a checklist. Four intriguing topics. They talk, you listen. Disappointment follows. Welcome to That Was Disappointing. Remember to tip your veal and try the waitress. What a lovely day. We're leaving the cruel, cruel world behind and venturing out into nature. Lord knows why, but that's what we're doing. Hello, everyone. This is your peaceful Lex, joined as always by my compatriot Art. Art, how are you doing? Fine, how are you? Wunderbar. I, and hey, of course, what do we, we say have... about that German stuff. <laughs> Actually, I could do a, I could do a pretty mean German accent. Oh well, then I think the entire oh, show I should be Irish that. German. Sorry, What's go that? ahead. Nothing. No, do it again. Scheiße. Okay. <laughs> Producer Kenny, how are you? I'm great, Joe. Thanks for asking. I feel very, very good. Like, you know, like we just woke up, you know, stepped out of the tent and you know, we put our pants on and there's sausages and cooking on the fire. Why are you putting on your pants? Because we're camping. We we're camp. just free man. Oh, I see. Well, shit. It's that's, nature, that's baby. Good too. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Yeah, you know. And we have a couple of returning guests this evening. We will start with the lovely Kelly. Well, actually, that was start with the lovely Ryan. Ryan, mm. how are you doing this evening? Thank you. Oh. <laughs> Oops, that's what happens when you hit two buttons at once. My bad. Yikes. Well, I was doing better before this, but uh, I'm here now. So thanks for having me. And we are also joined by the lovely Kelly as well. Kelly, how are you this evening? I am well, thank you. I love applause. Keep it going. <laughs> thank you. All right, so let's uh, so let's go uh, around and talk about what we're drinking this evening before we can get into this cluster fuck up. Too late. We're here already. <laughs> Kelly, what do you have this evening to drink? Oh, to drink. Oh. Well, since my blood sugar is all wonky today, I actually have water with a, a water concoction with electrolyte stuff in it and whatever, because I wasn't feeling good. Boring. So it's boring once again. I know. Oh. These days I'll have booze. I had booze last year. Last year. <laughs> last year. Yeah. No, I mean, on one of the episodes last year. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. I mean, we only the whiskey have like, one or something. I don't know. We have like 80 episodes and change. It's, it's fine that you've drank on one. This of is 87. Oh, what about you, Ryan? Um, so I have a, a lovely Buffalo Trace bourbon. This is very, very good. If you haven't had it, pick it up, give it a try. Hard to come by. And then uh, since Kelly's not drinking, I'm, I'm going to pinch hit for her and uh, also consume this White Claw at the same time. So. <laughs> Double fisting, baby. So false. Yeah. I appreciate it. Sure all about that, don't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Kenny? Uh, I'm having a toasted smortini, uh, which is dark chocolate Godiva liqueur, fluffed marshmallow vodka, some heavy cream garnished with crushed graham cracker, and a toasted marshmallow. It's very delicious. That sounds like a porn porn drink. Yeah, wow, fluffy, yes. fluffer stuff. Oh my behind, god! Behind the veil, Kenny has it like written down. He's like reading this beautiful. <laughs> that speech. never happens. I <laughs> every <laughs> single one of these drinks I prepare Memorize. meticulously. That's right. Yes. <laughs> what do you have, Art? Oh, I got uh, what I like to drink. Uh, Grandpa's New Year's Resolution, which is uh, my old granddad whiskey in Diet Coke. Mm. Mm. Well, I have yeah. you all beat because I went ahead and, uh, and grabbed some of my Seagram's and poured it into a cup 
of uh, flat Sprite from yesterday. Ew. So it's water. Uh, <laughs> Why? Well, it's Sprite with ice. So it's, so it's half Sprite, half, you know, half water by now. And yeah, and some Seagrams. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I really... I'm still trying to determine exactly where my life went wrong. That this is a that mm, this is we the, can't unpack all of that tonight. Yeah, we don't have the time. Dude. It's an hour show. <laughs> That's a podcast yeah. in and of itself. <laughs> Tune in uh, next week. <laughs> That's right. Into the mind of Lex. Oh, all right. So oh. as Kenny mentioned, we are talking about camping this evening. I am leading off because I have a very important question to ask here and it's literally one word why um <laughs> i have never i have never camped in my life i have absolutely no interest in camping um i would um you know it seems like all the stories i've heard about camping most of them end in horror i i Those are I just movies to, joe jesus I, exactly. I oh, it doesn't always have to be a serial killer but i mean it can be you know wiping your ass with poison ivy or you know or it's or or you know or or getting eaten by like a bear or just you know getting lost in like the woods and you know starving to death and it it, it just <laughs> again these are just movies <laughs> it seems to me like or poor choices yeah <laughs> it seems to me like there's a lot of calamity there and i know that by by bringing up this question, I'm supposed to give an answer as well. And my my answer as to why would because would be because a lot of you are masochist. Um, I you know I I I really don't enjoy the the thought of having a rash between my ass cheeks. Um, you know I, I don't. It, it it's like you know it just sounds miserable sleeping on like the ground and I mean, at least you yes. know where the rash came from yeah, but, <laughs> um it's uh, you know there's been you know there's been many you know arts joked about this being a lot of movie plots and whatnot but but there have been a lot of uh well th there are a lot of movies you know with camping where you know people wind up getting killed by a bear or you know getting killed by an by an axe murderer or something else and it just doesn't seem very who was yeah. killed by a bear uh probably grizzly I mean, even Man, leo dicaprio survived about. the bear attack that's what, what i was going to say was there was actually a and i guess the guy was camping with his girlfriend or wife and you know he was known for like living with the grizzlies and such and he actually oh. filmed the grizzly that later wound up eating both both him and his girlfriend um and i think it was actually caught or at least they caught like the audio on tape and my understanding is it, it was pretty terrible um but yeah it, it just does not sound fun so so what we know I is that is it in lex a is a lex is an indoor cat is what we're learning yeah pretty much yeah so so i think that the people who camp are masochist um i i would totally get behind the entire glamping thing uh which i know is my my wife has hinted that she would like to glamp at some point and you know i would be on board with that so yeah uh glamping cool camping masochism that's what i gotta say art what do you think I just like how with you, there's only two settings. There is, you know, living in a house or you go out into the wilderness and you fashion a spear with a stick and it's Die. you against the like mother nature. It's, is this like you, your vision of camping is like the movie, the edge with Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin, where you're like, you have to kill a bear to wear its skin and you're just trying to survive like off pine leaves and shit. No, look, why do you why do people do camping? There's variety, there's degrees of camping. Yes, as you mentioned, there's glamping. And then there's all the way to what you're talking about, which is survivalism. <laughs> survivalism is extreme camping, where if you want to grab a backpack and you literally just have some water tablets or a purifier and you have some food, but you're gonna forage and whatever. I mean, you know, that's some intense shit. Most people don't do that. Most people do, you know, the regular old backpacking or camp car camping where you carry all your shit. And then you get out and you have a tent and you still have some creature comforts like a gas grill and stuff like that. But there's there's a huge spectrum of it. And all I can say for me as to why 
it's because it's about resetting and getting back to basics to get away from this constant being on call and plugged into the network or the matrix to to just get back to something simpler and uh, it's always a recharging and invigorating experience for me just to get the fuck away from everything and even though you're not like in isolation you know there's people camping you know 10 yards 20 yards 30 yards away you know it's just nice to be like make a fire and look at the stars for once and just sit around and just talk with people instead of dicking around on a phone or a computer or whatever and just realize that this is what we lived in for a vast percentage of our existence and yes we got out of it for a reason but it's nice to go visit it i would certainly never want to live there but i enjoy visiting it and it's also lastly i'll say it's a personal challenge it lets me know that I'm not completely domesticated, that if shit came to push and shove, I could build a fire. I could make a structure. I could, you know, weather the outside. It's just it's just getting out of your comfort zone. That's why I say why. What so about I think you? People, so I think people who camp are probably also doomsday preppers. Is that you are? That's a survivalist again. <laughs> yes. I don't have anywhere near enough room in this house to doomsday prep, but if I could, I would build a bunker and fill that with 50, you know, years of Hormel chili. It would be pretty dope. Yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, of course, so in an air filtration are, system. So Ryan or Kelly, do either of you camp and, and would you like to weigh in here? Um, Kelly's chewing, so I will take the floor. Awesome. I wish I had, I wish I had some strawberries. Um, so yeah, I, I, I like to camp. I've been camping, you know, my whole life. Uh, and for me now it's probably more about like isolation and quiet, like just being able to get away from city noise, life noise. Uh, it's, it's fun to build fires, you know, it's fun to chop branches, you know, it, it's it, for some reason, everything tastes better when you're camping. I don't know why it doesn't Fuck make any yeah. sense. Trillion, so that, you know, exactly. that's mm -hmm. great. And then I, I think like a, a little special treat for me is like just the the opportunity to get rare glimpses of like celestial objects that I can't see right at, at my house or in the city where I live and it's just you you go out there and you're like holy shit there's a lot of stuff in the sky like it's 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 unbelievable to me and it's it's fantastic so mm -hmm. so there are good reasons to go out yes I'm just going to combine both of their answers because they both summed it up so beautifully. Um, I'm an avid camper. I've done every every stage of camping to where there's not actually a campsite. We just turned off the freeway and just drove into nothingness and set up camp. So that's the most extreme. And I've also done where you have every creature comfort. You have showers, you know, running water, like that <laughs> kind of stuff. I mean, so um, I, I never did camping as a kid just because my family it wasn't something we did so I really wasn't introduced to camping until my early 20s when I moved to California and it was a, I fell in love with it very quickly because of, for all the reasons that um, both Art and Ryan had have said it is getting away from you know the everyday the city stuff the tech the gear um, neighbors whatever what have you it's an, I mean I'm I grew up in the mountains slash country in Pennsylvania so being outdoors is more natural to me than being with a lot of concrete and steel buildings in a city. So I do love that. But one thing I do really love about camping is all the gear. Yes. I, I love every cool yeah. little yes. thing. I have every backpack, Gadgets. every knife, every, yeah. I mean, you name it. I have an entire closet. I probably have two of everything now at this point because like I have a massive stuff. Bit or yes. You know, you just yes. get all this cool shit that packs compact you know into a tiny little space and then it just does so many things it's super dope right and and coming up with all the really cool camp recipes i mean some other i mean I've, I've made a cake over a campfire i mean just yes food does taste so much better when it's uh, at, a, at a campsite i don't know why that is but um so i i like it for a variety of reasons um i've also taken survival wilderness classes as well like how to get water out of tree leaves you know, if you're out of water and stuff like that too. So not that I'm a doomsday prepper, but I do have three earthquake emergency preparedness kits <laughs> just because I'm a single gal. I live alone with my cat. So I want to make sure that I'm taken care of because we've seen natural disasters on TV and, you know, how not quickly um, emergency services can get to people. So I want to make sure I'm self-sufficient um, 
in in case of an emergency because you know we're in california the big one's going to happen at some point right (laughs) so so let me ask you all about this and (laughs) this is how far this podcast has fallen now i just looked up a dilbert a dilbert comic strip from september 22nd 1989 which i'm going to describe to you all now uh dilbert is is talking with his dog dogbert uh hey dogbert do you want to go camping this weekend dogbert why don't we just sleep in a garage eat bugs and not take showers dilbert that is completely different from camping for reasons which will come to me to which dogbert replies because because we might not get lost (laughs) so where do you think that camping happens yeah Again, he thinks camping happens in the middle of the fucking Alaskan Kodiak. As if the only way to go camping is to get a a helicopter to drop you in there, you parachute in. He thinks he's bare bare grills type of camping. Bare grills camping. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's paved roads. They've got a general store which you can buy any creature comfort you want, which you walk from your campsite. Doesn't always have to be a paved road. Yeah, it could be a dirt road. Could be a yes. forest service. Could be road. a road that doesn't actually exist because you have a four wheel drive and you just drive over the brush. Yeah. Vroom vroom. Could be a bicycle path if you want to take your 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 six speed bicycle. Mm-hmm. Or if on you, foot. If you do shrooms, you can follow rabbits down holes and you get to a whole new world. That oh, sounds yes. fun. Uh-huh. All right, Kenny, how would you score this? Uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and give Joe the points because uh, his whole thing is you're going to die. Why do it? And I didn't want to give points to everybody else because that's boring. Ah. But I agree with boring. everybody else. Where's yeah. the sound oh, effect? Oh, sorry. Boring. Oh, there it is. Boring. But look, Joe, there's nowhere better to get drunk or to get stoned than in nature. All sorts of fun shit happen. And you literally, this, you'll never have a shorter walk to the bathroom. In the middle of the night, you literally open the zipper of the tent and just whiz out the door. Try doing so that. Is the is the hope that I'm stoned out of my gourd when like the bear eats me? Sure, absolutely. Or, but you're, you're more likely to get eaten by camping, a band of raccoons. So. My tent's on top of my truck. <laughs> That's right. So I think those are so cool. I don't have one of those yet. Oh, Kelly, what do you have? <laughs> um, where is your minus? Lex, since he hasn't camped. Uh, <laughs> where is your favorite camping spot? He'll say home. Exactly. My backyard. Nope. Um, I guess I'll go first. Uh, I don't know. I've camped so many places. And I, I like them all for various reasons. I would say the place that uh, there's two places, I guess, at the tide that I've visited the most. Lake Kachuma, which is up towards Santa Barbara. I've camped quite a bit there. Um, it's a lot of fun. That's a place that has showers and running water and store and all this stuff too so so it's nice and then the last day we're done you have to you know just like a hotel you have to leave by a certain time whatever before the next people come into the campsites so usually since it's so close to santa barbara and solvane we go up there spend the day have wine and beer and schnitzel and whatever and then we drive home so it's so there's a little of everything with that camping trip so i love it i guess i don't say the most but uh, and it's closer to la so it's easier to get to and very fast whereas the other place i've been to yosemite and i've camped there quite a bit as well um bit of a hike from los angeles but it offers so much of such a beautiful you know um national park that it's a really pretty place to camp what about you guys oh that's the one i I know really nope this one slow clap because i like lake kachuma too i think it's dope so you know what I can go next because obviously <laughs> short answer. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it's, it's short, but it's not because it's to me, it's, it's kind of camping because it doesn't have AC. So as far as I'm concerned, if, if there's no AC involved, that's probably camping. Um, my, my wife and I got a Groupon a few years ago to a, uh, we were on top of a mountain in Pembroke, Virginia um at the resort where dirty dancing was filmed uh speaking of which uh speaking of which i actually had a dream about dirty dancing just a couple nights ago where like it it was only the last half hour of the film involved patrick swayze and jennifer gray so i'm not exactly sure what that dream was about and why i was dreaming about a film that i've never actually watched 
but uh you know hey that's just one that's just one of those little factoids that makes this podcast just so awesome Great, right, um yeah. but cool yeah story, uh, yeah you know it to me that was roughing it because i was in a room with no tv no ac a couple fans uh it was very dark at night <laughs> and uh i'm imagining that's what kind of camping is like. We only got um, so. local channels on the TV. <laughs> so a, no, 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 it was no TV. So what a was, bitch. Oh shit. <laughs> so, no TV. You're a primitive camping then. And I and I actually took a trail that I thought I was gonna die on, uh, because they had hiking trails and um it turned uh they actually gave us a map that told us about uh different hiking trails, and I thought I was taking a level one trail and I keep in mind at the time I was much heavier than, than I am now, but I was, it, it was so arduous and I was just, you know, well, what level was buckets, it Joe? getting short of breath and what, what level you thought it was a one, but it was what it turned out to be like a, a two, like a four or five <laughs> or something like that. 1.5. So it was yeah. pretty, it, but, uh, but but I did get some great pictures once I once I got to the, the top of the mountain in my sweaty glory. So that's my uh, so since I've never been camping, that's the closest I've been. Is so that's your favorite spot? Good to know. Correct. That which was and his which, least favorite too. Right? Which, albeit, I will say, was an awesome vacation uh, because it was very quiet. Uh, it was very peaceful, and I had a bed, and I didn't have to sleep on the on the uh ground like you jerks do so i don't sleep on a again ground. i sleep on the roof of my truck <laughs> that's where the tent is whatever with no pants Pembroke, i don't know i never Virginia. wear pants i do that's the first thing i do when i wake up i leave the tent and then i put my pants on like it pembroke virginia final answer oh plus i had frog legs there at the restaurant at the restaurant. <laughs> Man. That's extreme glamping. That's extreme. Wow. Bravo, sir. Bravo. Oh. Um, I'll, I'll go next. Uh, so for me, um, most camping has been over here on the east. Um, and so with as far as locations go, um, I, I really anywhere there's water is kind of like my what I what I aim for, like whether it's rivers. Uh, lakes like like camping lakeside uh, and also ocean is camping is is kind of cool too so over here on the east coast uh, Shenandoah National Park is is a great uh, place to get along the Shenandoah River um, and it's also it's good too yep Shenandoah is also conveniently close to the uh, the wine country belt of Virginia so you can kind of dip dip in and out it's a nice little little surprise uh, and then as far as the ocean goes uh Assateague uh, Island, for those of you familiar, uh, south of Ocean City is where that is. Uh, it's where all the wild ponies uh, live and migrate from. And what's cool about that area is it's actually uh, for off-road vehicles. So I can take my Jeep onto the beach there, and then you can just go for miles and then just camp. So it's it's pretty neat little 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 spot. Lots of giant horse flies. Three stars. Nice. Where was it called? What's the island? Assateague. Assateague Island. Isn't there also an Assawoman Bay or something? Like Assawoman Bay is there the is bay between Assateague Island and the mainland. <laughs> you know all about that, don't you, Joe? And the ponies cross cross Assawoman Bay. Yeah, that's the, that's the story. It's legit. Go ahead, Art. Um, I will say Yosemite. Uh, Yosemite is super dope. It's very far for, for us to get up there. But once you're there, it does have a variety of campsites. I've only stayed at one, which is um, called... Um, oh, Jesus Christ. What was that called? Kelly, we were there, right? Mm-hmm. What was that thing called? Uh... Uh, it's not... Uh, for whatever. I forget what it's called. But it's a section where... Mm. It's, it's, I guess some would argue that it is the, the glamping style, but it makes it feel like you're part of a base camp. So you, you have these rudimentary structures made of cinder blocks with these really, really, really shitty, like prison quality bunk beds. And it's oh, essentially, yes. it's essentially three yes. walls in a, in a roof and that's it. 
uh, and that's what you get for your plot. So you sort of build out your shelter from there. And yes, there are the showers and the bathrooms if you want to walk a little bit. But what it ends up feeling more like is uh, some sort of frontier town that was settled and, and built up slightly, but everybody's still, you know, cooking the old way and it's just, and it still gets nice and dark, but there's a little bit more of a community there. But what's nice about it, as I said, it's a base camp feel is you can spread out and then you can go and see so much of the, the forest and the park on a day trip back and forth. You can scale up, you can go out the, the dome or you can go to various valleys Excuse me. Or if you want, you can go and do a backpack trip for a day or two up over a ridge or, you know, go across and see what you want and then come back. So it offers a lot of flexibility mm-hmm. um, for what it is. And uh, I've seen uh, the skies were probably the clearest there out of all the camping places I've been. So you could see like satellites zipping by and that sort of thing you were talking about, Ryan, where you could see these celestial things you can't see anywhere else because it's yeah. so crystal clear. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get your deer and your bears, Joe, for you. Um, it's it's pretty fun. So and you know somebody's just gorgeous. Um, now, do yeah. the bears leave people alone or? No, they come and play poker and hang out. For a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I actually they, wouldn't. They, I wouldn't they end trust up borrowing them. They, all your cigarettes, though. Yeah, they they do. They do. They cheat. So uh, here's the and, thing. Here's the thing. It's good. I've uh, I've and I realize that a lot of the shit that's posted on Reddit is probably bullshit. But um, there's a subreddit called. No sleep, which you know is where a lot of people kind of test their metal with horror stories and such. You know, aspiring horror writers, and there was a very popular series about a person who worked as like a uh, like a ranger out in the wilderness and all the creepy shit that that he encountered out in the wild, including random staircases that would just appear out in like the middle of nature. And <laughs> they made how, a terrible horror movie about that shit. <laughs> and how if you ever saw a staircase, just just avoid it. Don't. Yeah, trust me, because the payoff of the movie is not worth it. So just don't bother watching. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. But yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it was kind of terrifying. So perhaps that's where my fears stem from, as far as camping goes. Housekeeping uh, camp. Thank you, Kelly. That is what it's called, housekeeping. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's your your fear of that. Probably is from this Reddit channel, or it's just you have this weird irrational fear of bears. Like I'm afraid of sharks. But- but you also mentioned that this place in Yosemite is like a frontier town. Now I've been to the frontier. No, not, town. not I was I was outside of Ocean City. No, I was likening to it. I'm not saying it's and like, like they a had a fucking... dunking stool and such. So no, I mean, no, Jesus Christ, cool. no. Do you say a no, dunking what? stool? No. What is this? This isn't the fucking Salem in the 1600s. There's no dunking <laughs> stool. And when I say the frontier town, I meant like the feel of it. It's not like you're rolling in the Deadwood circa 1850. I no, mean- exactly. And yes, there are a lot of bears in Yosemite and you have to you have to do exactly what they tell you to do when it comes to your food. So they have specific bear lockers that you store anything that has any kind of scent, toilet, you know, um, toothbrush, uh, toothpaste, deodorant, blah, 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 whatever. The, everything that has a smell, Trash. even though it's not food, yes. All has to go in a bear locker that the bear does not know how to open because they have changed them over the years because bears got smart and but they try to because they don't want bears wanting to come to the sites where the people are mm-hmm. for the food because then they have to put the bear down because they are afraid that if they get a taste of people food they'll start venturing closer and closer to the campsites where the humans are and then they will they will put a bear down if one wanders on to a campsite and steals some actual people food because then they want the taste of people meat and then joe's put, greatest fear will be realized i would put that bear down with my jujitsu skills that is correct you would. kenny how would you score this um i'm gonna have to go ahead and give joe the points because bbj uh, man fans and uh <laughs> local tv channels that's that sounds great to me yeah that's, that's that look at this is, joe you're cleaning up this is twice in a row camping <laughs> wow. wow all right art it's your topic what you got oh for us? that's cool well again joe you're gonna be batting zero for this or i think i already know your answer fucking frog legs so my question to the, <laughs> to the campers out there when it co- we, we just said ryan how food tastes so much better when you're camping Absolutely. And I saw you nodding along, Kelly, when we were talking about just like all that sort of stuff. So my question for you is camping food. Do you go gourmet or do you just like to keep it simple? You know, there are some people who go out camping and they bring 
fucking a saucepan and all sorts of different shit to say, I'm going to challenge myself like Kenny's dancing right there. Apparently he does this shit. It's probably has baby. some sort of solar powered sous vide that he's like, you know, making his steaks with. <laughs> or you could just be the dude who just, you're a gal who pours hot water into that, you know, freeze dried chili, shakes it up and bam, then you got your chili Mac. chili Mac. There you chili go. Mac, baby. So what all. do you all like? Me, I... I, the the craziest, the most exotic I get when it comes to camping food, it would be breakfast is as far as I'll go. And by crazy, I not, don't mean that crazy. Like making bacon and eggs. That's about as far as I go where I'll make a fresh breakfast like that. Um, but other than that, everything else is going to come from a package or it's going to be as simple like, you know, the hot dogs, sausages sort of stuff. But I don't get super crazy with the pots and the pans. I remember some family members when we first went to Yosemite, they did that shit where they, everybody made meals every other day or whatever. We rotate it. And some people were bringing shit. They're making like spaghetti with meat sauce and all this stuff like from scratch. I mean like, you know, pre-bought pasta, but they're making the meat sauce with the ingredients. I'm like, that's a lot of fucking work. Just jar it and bring it. <laughs> so that's my question. Do you keep it simple or do you, uh, do you make it sassy? So, uh, Joe, how about you? What do you prefer to do? <laughs> In your non-air-conditioned room. In your non-air-conditioned <laughs> hovel at the top of the Poconos or whatever the hell you were at when you are eating um, your frog legs. Well, I, I, I don't really understand how you can make gourmet food at a campsite. I mean, that just sounds like a... I'm going to take Joe camping. Please yeah, do. Joe, you can. Do. Can you I just, come and just watch? How yeah. do you make food any yes. other way, Joe? You just have ingredients and you prepare them. And the difference yep. with camping is you just have one or two that, stove burners instead of having a big fucking four burner. That just That's sounds all. stupid. That just sounds stupid. Like, I mean, why wouldn't I just... Why wouldn't I just bring hot dogs or marshmallows or something like that? I mean, it's like if somebody's trying to be fancy, it's not a... It, it you know you are not trying to win a competition on like a on like a food network show or a cooking channel show or a netflix show or whatever i mean it's if you're going camping you know who does gourmet shit i don't who, know who invited Ryan, joe Kelly, to be anybody? on the show why, why is joe on this episode <laughs> i know seriously Did he not get the memo but you know it's what? Like, he's he's here just like I've had to endure the sports <laughs> episodes, true. devil's true. advocate, or what other circle jerk episodes he drives yeah, me. We've on done to. way more sports episodes. Yeah. Look, yeah. I bought you know I bought for my wife not this past Christmas but the Christmas before an uni pizza oven, uh, which um, which is, is outside, a, so that's like camping, right? Correct. Yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. So so we could bring that camping. And then we could, and then, then we could make some quote unquote gourmet pizzas with pepperoni and cheese. So, I mean, yeah, that would be, that's the extent of gourmet as far as I'm concerned. Like, Art, what, what the fuck do you think you are out there? Wolfgang Puck or something? Hey, no, I, I, I said, I, mean, I don't do this shit. I don't do it. I, that's too much pain. That's a pain in my ass. I don't, I don't fuck with any of that. I've Who seen people it? do it. And Kelly, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I could be wrong. Did you take a class or did, do, do we know somebody who did one of these gourmet things? So there, maybe you can, you know, elucidate this for Joe since he's uh, his, his <laughs> narrow mind can't seem to comprehend the vastness of possibility beyond a fucking pizza oven that he paid for and put on his porch. <laughs> um, yes, I do both varieties of camping. It depends on what I'm camping. If I'm backpacking, then it's the boil water and you put it into the, the freeze dried pack like Art said. By, you know, uh, I have mountain house ones. They are now rated for, uh, used to be 25 years they were good for. So they're good for like emergency, you know, stash food in your cabinet for, a I don't know, the apocalypse. But um, so I've done that on a backpacking trip. But um, in terms of car camping, which is what I call car camping, where you can bring everything minus the kitchen sink with you in your car. And it's your, your car, your bump, your trunk is right by the campsite, right? So I have all the tools and stuff for that too. And doing elaborate meals. Now there's also a scale of how elaborate you're talking about too. Um, it, it's part of it is just because just to try it just because it's different. It's something novel that you're being able to take all this complicated stuff and do it out there in the wild. So there's that. And also if you're able to bring everything with you, why not have some delicious food that's not just a hot dog, you know, morning, noon, and night? So, I mean, it's obviously, you know, everybody's preference, but I've, I, like I said, I've done both. Here's the biggest question. Good timing. Yes. Here's the biggest 
gourmet question you should ask as far as camping is concerned. What is the doneness on your marshmallow? As for me, I like an all black marshmallow. That's uh, just because I typically don't like marshmallows. So, you know, if it's if it's, <laughs> oh, if it's all black and it's kind of gooey, that's that's gourmet, baby. I um, I like mine. A I like mine a blaze. Yes, light them on fire. Yeah, yeah I like the. I, I like the I, quick I like blaze. to call that caramelizing it. So yes, yes, yes. Ryan, how is your gourmet versus uh, regular? Simple. Yeah, so I I like to cook in general. I like to cook at home. Uh, I like to come up with new recipes. So generally, I would I would cook. You know, definitely definitely do the the eggs and the bacon. I mean, you got to have that smell in the morning for sure. Yes, with coffee. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Some nice I want to go coffee. camping now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, it, all that's fantastic. Um, I, yeah, it's, it's fun. I actually have this, uh, a discata. So it's like a, it looks like a, a walk and it has, has a flame underneath of it. And it's like, it's a, it's a great change up from the, the, the regular little Coleman stoves because, I can pretty much do everything I could do on the Coleman stove, but now I don't have to bring pots and pans. So I, mm. I'm just cooking right on this dish. That's nice. Um, and I, it's great for steaks. It's also great for like keeping food warm while you cook more It's a more scottle. Uh, it's, yeah, it's scottle is, a, is the brand that Timbo Tusk makes the scottle, right? But they're actually called discatas. That's what the oh. origin, where they originate from. The more you know. The more you know. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Cocaine is a hell of a um, drug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm so good at hitting one Take button away. at a time. Fat fingers, yeah. everything. So it's great for like, if you have to like, if you're doing like a breakfast, you can take uh, put, put, your, put your potatoes on, cook them up, and then scoot them to the edges where it's less hot. Throw the bacon in, get the bacon grease going, scoot the bacon out of the way, put your eggs into the middle, and, and everything kind of still stays hot. Uh, and I'll do the same thing. Like I'll make cheesesteaks. Uh, so you're camping. like a diner, but mobile. Yeah. And cheesesteaks are great. Cause the same deal, right? You're chopping everything up and you're, you're cooking the peppers and all the onions and you're pushing it to the sides and then you can toast, toast your rolls, toast your buns, if you will. Where do you uh, have get, the room get it all to, nice. Where do you have the room to do all this stuff? Like, like, are you doing it down like the dirt? Oh yes, of course. In the no, dirt. It's got that legs. Makes, that that makes sense. <laughs> There are no, tables, has, Joe. There we are picnic tables. tables. We have tables. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. you actually have like so you actually have like a field lab there with you. Yes. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. he brings an entire meth lab sort of setup <laughs> with him, yeah, except yeah, culinary yeah, yeah. wise. Yeah. Joe, I, I you should watch my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash hollow coach. I have oh. a YouTube channel. And in episode good, five channel. and episode six, you will see some uh, some camping, and you just see how how crazy it gets. Yeah, people are nuts, man. Like I, I mean, making cinnamon buns—it's amazing. Like, like rising bread, like yeah, I mean, all it's all possible. You just got oh, you, well, you know, I know art is um, art is having a baby soon. So if we have to, if we have to take a little, uh, if we have to take a little bit of leave, perhaps uh, Kenny and I can live off the grid for a month. What do you think? I love it. And you can teach Come me how to make like cinnamon rolls and shit. And you can teach me BBJ. Oh, yeah, baby, I will. Oh, what, you, what the hell? <laughs> That's it's not a great, this is radio, bro. Drop it alone. <laughs> what? This music, man, I'm feeling inspired. Oh my god. I paid for you the rights to music that, like this. You can't, you can't Check put that out in the youtube.com <laughs> forward slash hollow coach. For more of uh, this. God. Kenny, how would you score this? Um, let's see. Um, I'm gonna have to go with my gourmet people. Kelly and Ryan, they each gonna get the points here because uh I'm a gourmet cooker when it comes out. I bring like big burner stoves. Like, we just went out in uh in December and I I pre-made all of the uh burger patties myself and got it all set up and we, we fried them out there and Ryan and I have been out and we did uh, steaks one time mm -hmm. and some ribeye steaks and we did nice. asparagus was asparagus yep. yeah yep. asparagus yep. with that asparagus fuck yeah that that exact video in fact the one that you just played is that you can see me cooking in that video so oh look at that anyways I even... I, look, I will this is so weird I see Ryan and Kenny in this episode together just like they are on <laughs> this episode together Whoa. Kenny I will crazy only watch 
video if while you're cooking steaks you also pull a salt bay oh yeah uh, <laughs> what? Oh, of course oh yes everybody demonstrate on radio it's the thing where you're dripping it down your your elbow yeah That's what yeah I mean. you're the salt bay thing <laughs> oh, my God. oh god all right ryan what's your topic buddy art what is happening? What are you doing? Art, oh, sorry, I was watching the, the video uh, web show. Your podcast. Kenny, what was the what was the? Uh, oh, the that's YouTube.com that forward slash Hollow Coach. H O L O C O A C H. Thank you. Okay, uh, Ryan. Yes. What are we talking about? <laughs> um, I think that's about it, everybody. It's your turn. Great show. <laughs> Great show. Uh, let's see. How about the classic question? Uh, favorite camping memory. Classic. I'll give you one. Um, I've, I've got a, a few. I, I, well, a little short one. As a child, I my favorite thing was uh, being the navigator. So my dad and I would go and like he would give me the paper map and we would, you know, we would take the interstate, go wherever we were going. And then he would basically turn it over to me as like an, as an eight year old. To, and he would he would listen to me. I'd be like, OK, you're going to take exit 15 and then we're going to go about three miles and then make a left. And he would just go. And sometimes we would end up somewhere completely different. And it was that, so that's my, my young, my young memory. But uh, as a, I guess still rather young, but in high school, uh, we used to like to just go camp different areas. There's a lot of trees around here. You guys are familiar with, you know, where we live and, uh, and my buddy and a buddy of mine, we wanted to go camping, but our, none of our parents would let us just go camp at night in the woods. Like it was, they're like, no, you can't, you can camp in the backyard. You can't camp further away. So we decided to tell all of our parents we were going to camp at this one dude's house and uh his father was like okay listen set the tent up in the backyard you can sleep in the tent once i go to bed if you happen to leave you know whatever so he's like but you can't leave until dark so that was like kind of the you know the, the pain in the ass so we had so we waited until dark we broke the tent down we packed everything up we hiked off into the woods found a great spot had a fire camped and then at about 4 a.m or whatever time it was, we see this light coming through the woods and we're like, oh God, oh God, God, what's, what is it? We're all gonna die. This is what they warned us about. This is what our parents warned us about. We're gonna Hear die. that Joe? Yeah, Joe yeah. just piped in. He's like, he was falling well, asleep. What's, and then he's like, what's what's what? Yeah. He's, he's about and to prove me right. He's about and to be eaten by a bear. Out of this, this, this figure comes up to us, scares the shit out of us. Like we're ready to run. And it was my buddy's father and he had brought us uh, donuts and coffee. <gasps> Like, wow. and, and to this day, we still don't know how he found us, like out in the middle <laughs> of the woods somewhere. Like it was like, this is the most ridiculous thing. Tracked your footprints. Apparently, yeah. yeah. He yes, is a but, skilled tracker, apparently. Yeah, I, I'll never forget that. That was, a, that was a great, terrifying and delightful evening, so. Nice. Kelly, what about you? Oh, me, me? Uh, I, uh, I, I, I will, I won't necessarily call it the favorite because it was a, a horrible i shouldn't say horrible it was a rough experience but now on the other side of it um it, it's a pretty funny uh thing so i went camping this was the camping trip where it was we just had food we had no camping gear and it was just you turn off the freeway and just go until you can't see civilization anymore and then you set up camp so um it was it was a long weekend so we were gone for like three or four days and uh we were basically the whole trip was we were visiting um ghost towns in california so mm, we got to mm -hmm, yeah it was great uh we saw we got to one place and um there were there were three vehicles no two vehicles and one was a four-wheel drive suv the other one was a crappy foreign miniature suv that was only you know two-wheel drive not four but the ranger said okay there's a camp place you have to go down this ravine and up the other side around this mountain and stuff but you have to have a four-wheel drive vehicle because otherwise you will get stuck and then i will have to come tow your asses out and the person i was seeing at the time his was the two-wheel drive piece of crap suv <laughs> and he's like oh yeah yeah no mine's mine's four-wheel drive sure so we set off on the way to the campsite, had to go down the ravine. The other SUV started to make it up the other side of the ravine. We did not. <laughs> so, and at that point it was evening. 
and we wouldn't be able to get up the other side of the ravine to go get go you know go for help to the ranger so we had to camp at an angle on uh it, down a ravine which was try sleeping in a tent sideways <laughs> at a very steep angle you keep sliding down to the bottom of the tent and i'd wake up and scooch myself back up and this like yeah it was a it was a thing so long story short um the next morning uh, another person in the party and myself, we hiked out of the ravine to the top and we got a cell signal and we called the ranger and this guy is used to idiots doing things like this. So he had a modified uh, Jeep and he basically drove all the way down to the bottom of the ravine, you know, hooked up to the bumper of uh, the stuck SUV. Well, well, and what, he do you remember what it was? Suzuki something. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And uh, and so that guy backed towing this SUV out of the ravine, backed out the whole way because there was no way to turn around. It's the power no... of the Jeep. Yes. And so because he he also lived there. Yes, I love Jeeps, actually. Um, since he lived in this, this little ghost town, he was renovating it. So you know, eventually, you know, he could turn it into a hotel and stuff. And so we were so thankful because he wouldn't take any like we were like, how much do you charge for towing us? He goes, no, no, I'm, I'm just happy you guys are safe. You know, so we pulled all the rest of our money because we were at the end of the trip. And we basically made a huge donation to um, the restoration of the ghost town. So That's it was awesome. very interesting experience, I will say. After it's all over, you say, oh, what a lovely tea party. Yeah, so I guess my topic has kind of changed from like maybe favorite camping memory to like most memorable memory. I don't see how those are very different. Well, well sure. Go ahead, Art. Maybe that was her favorite. Um, I guess I would have to say that my favorite. His memory... very first one he ever went on. Yeah, well, yeah. Because I, I was there. That's right. I was going to say it would be because though I had an interesting re reflection and I only have like a couple glimpses of this memory. So for the purpose of this, for all intents and purposes, yes, the first time I went camping was with Kelly and uh, I believe it was Sarah, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. And so I had just lost a bunch of weight. So it was the very first time I felt ambulatory and I could move around. I felt spry and it was just really. I thought he was going to say virginity. No. <laughs> And not, no, I lost my virginity a little bit earlier than that. And it was just the a day. And it was just, it, it was like the <laughs> week like I've been drinking. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy, but it was just such a, a exhilarating experience. Cause it was like, you know, I'd wanted to do it for so long and I finally got to, and it, it was just a very memorable time. Um, what I will say though, I have a shadow of a memory of when we were kids, Kenny, that I could have swore I went with you and your family somewhere because I remember stone. What's that? Cherry stone. That that sounds familiar. So yeah, I don't recall. I mean, you may have the RV at that point. Yeah. yeah, it was an RV, but I don't remember very much about how the trip went. But I just have fragments oh, had, of that memory. So technically, I guess that would have been the first. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 RV camping. I mean, it's you know all the creature features are there, but it we loved it. Yeah. God, I want to buy one or a teardrop or something. I don't know. I just that's, want all the all that's the toys. My retirement plan, dude. Yeah, I want all the toys. Just when all burning is over for me, I'm 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 I will I will pavement camp all across nice. this country. There you go. Nice. I also want a tiny house too. So all right, you know. Joe. What about you? Do you just want to tell us that story again? So while uh, <laughs> I've been, so while I've been, um, while I've been listening to all your stories, I've also been doing some research on. Ernest not so, so not listening on stories to say yes no he's been I, looking I, at been... fucking the subreddit of no sleep on, on who remember, remember jim varney is Ernest. yes mm -hmm. Ernest goes to camp mm -hmm. yeah so i was so i was first looking up Ernest goes to camps because i remember watching that a lot as a kid and then i fell down the wikipedia rabbit hole and found out that there was also an Ernest goes to Africa where he was wearing an African mask. And I think that, that there's a whole lot of problems with that, with that <laughs> image I just saw. I, I was just but, about um, to say, it's like, well, that just sounds like a very problematic movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but Ernest goes to camp uh, was probably my introduction to camping. And um, uh, the thing that I remember most about that was when Ernest got uh, his ass kicked by Lau Al Zeta, who of course was a Super Bowl winning linebacker, I want to say. He, I, I know he played defense, but he uh, 
but he was seriously roided up in the movie and you know whipped of course Ernest's ass and uh but Ernest came back at the end to actually knock him out so uh I can't wait to see how you're gonna tie this back to your favorite camping memory well and and I was gonna say that (laughs) and I was actually going to say that I'm so intrigued (laughs) I was actually gonna say that Lau Al Zeta a year or two later um from all the steroids uh actually died of brain cancer so um it was i guess camping wins in the end so that is <laughs> so like the fifth so, time so don't do steroids kids and Ernest, uh jim varney uh uh jim varney and lao alzada uh rest in peace i don't know what i just said yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give Joe the points on that one. Because... <laughs> hey, look at that, Joe. You oh my almost goodness. a clean sweep. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. Enjoy the 60 fastest, funniest minutes on TV. The Alan Sherman Show. Who go ahead, hell? Kenny. Come just on. read yeah. us out of here, All right, you? all right. <laughs> well, first, as always, I just want to say thank you to our guests, Ryan, Kelly. Thank you for joining us and chatting about camping. Um, that's really distracting. <laughs> Good news to the disappointed. Our first Patreon exclusive will be a two-and-a-half-hour seminar led by our very own Joe Lex. Sweet. Graciously taking us through all of his methods of BBJ. Sit back, relax your throat, and watch the master of BBJ himself. But only BBJ. subscribe to our Patreon channel. It's only $1 a month. That's patreon.com forward slash that was disappointing. As always, you can find us at thatwasdisappointing.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. We release a brand new episode every Monday. Join the disappointed. Oh, I just did that. Uh, find us on Facebook. We lighten, you're fired. We lighten your feed with odd, funny shit. I don't know what is that. Facebook.com forward slash that was disappointing. Oh, that was hard. Ooh, do it again. Do it again. We'll cut this out. All right. Thank you to it. No, play us out. Play us out. Take me I got the blues. I got the blues. I got the blues. I've got the alcoholic. No more beer. Hard to cheer. But goodbye, whiskey. I used to sing me for a season. And you're coming again. God. Again. Oh, that was disappointing. <laughs> oh, that was... Ugh. Uh, if you don't stir it, it'll clot on you. Something burning. Here, look at that. Jake's specialty du jour, eggs erroneous. It's made with pounded eggs and 17 herbs and spices smuggled into this country by Tibetan monks. Ernest, I want you to cut yourself a big knock out of these eggs erroneous. No, I, I can't eat on an empty stomach. Well, of course you can. Eddie doesn't look at that rosy glow to his teeth. 